Patreon versus Aljamain Sterling. Part two, fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Follow me on Parlor at FightJunkie. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon. Basically, anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh, wait. Hold up. Scratch that. YouTube deleted my channel. Um, let me think. Okay. I got it. You can also subscribe to the Rumble channel. Rumble.com slash Fight Junkie. Want live stream? Twitch.tv slash Real Fight Junkie. Currently, you have the campion, Al Jermaine Sterling, with 20 wins, 3 losses. Of his 20 wins, 2 by KOTKO, 8 by sub, 9 by decision. 3 losses, 1 by KO, 2 by decision. The former campion, Perter Jan, 16 wins, 2 losses. Of his 16 wins, 7 by KOTKO, 1 by sub, 8 by decision. His 2 losses, one by decision and one by DQ. Mm, Sterling, underdog, plus 360. Jan, the favorite, minus 500. Those are straight lines. We'll go, won't go, five full rounds. We'll go, minus 120. Won't go, minus 110. You have Jan wins inside, plus 140. Jan wins by decision, plus 120. Sterling wins inside, plus 750. Sterling wins by decision, 8 to 1. Fight is a draw, 50 to 1. Sterling's the champion, but he's getting no respect in the rematch to Jan. Obviously, the way the fight ended the first go-around with the illegal knee by Jan that lost him the title, gave it to Sterling. Nobody was happy with that. Except to seem Sterling was. Yeah, I'm going to give him a bit of grief there. Because in the aftermath, he throws the title down. He's all acting upset like he won it. And then you see later on in social media. And as the the uh, the um, social media presence becomes known for Sterling. That he has the title. And they're going back and forth between Jan and Sterling. He's touting that title like he's actually the champion. Now, I guess he technically is the champion but he didn't win the title so much Jan lost the title now to be fair going into that fight I thought Sterling had the style to present problems for Jan simply because Jan does not throw a lot of punches Sterling does Sterling also mixes in faster footwork and as you saw in that fight sometimes that gave issues to Jan the issue was Sterling looked like he was going to crap his pants. The pressure that Jan put Sterling under was significant and throughout the entire fight up until the ending, Sterling did not look comfortable. Huffing and puffing, using a lot of movement, a lot of punches, and he just didn't look like he ever got in the groove. That tells you a lot about what 
Jan brings to the table because Sterling was under that pressure and under the gun and under that fire, and he didn't like it. So he had to move, he had to put the track shoes on, and he had to get the hell out of Dodge. Well, it didn't look very good in the fight. Obviously, Jan was winning the fight, and I think stylistically, again, Sterling does present problems for Jan, but he has to do it a little bit more composed than what he did in the first go-around. Yes, you want to move. Yes, you want to throw the combination punches. But you don't want to look like you're, you know, the guy that you're fighting, if he touches you, you're just going to collapse. I mean, it almost looked fearful. And if I could see it, the judges could see it. I don't think he was winning the fight. I think at times he was outworking Jan. But overall, the impression was Jan was controlling the fight. When he would get to Sterling, he landed the harder punches. And I think you're pretty much going to see this. And the second go-round, I think Jan is what he is. He's not going to throw a tremendous amount of punches. He's going to come forward. He's going to try to pressure Sterling, and he's going to try to knock him out. On the flip side, Sterling's not going to stand and trade with Jan. He's going to try to move around, and he's going to try to throw combinations and outpoint Jan and retain the title. Very simple. How does it play out? Well, If he's a jackrabbit like he was in the first fight, then it's probably going to play out pretty much the same as far as the rounds go by. They're going to probably give them to Jan simply because he's more composed, he's uh, pressuring the fight, and he's landing the harder shots where it looks like Sterling is just fighting for survival. He's all over the place. Footwork's going crazy. He's moving left, right, straight, back. He's throwing a million combinations. He's just spinning around the octagon. like It's kind of crazy erratic behavior. In the first fight. And the issue is, can you keep it up? So you saw in spots where he was starting to get tired because that's a lot of movement, a lot of activity. I don't think that's necessarily the exact approach he should take in the rematch. I think he should do those things, but I think it needs to be more calm, more under control. He doesn't need to really move that much. Jan is going to come at the same pace that he does round after round after round. There's not a lot of tricks and smoke and mirrors with Jan, you pretty much get what you're going to get every single round. So if Sterling can figure him out early, compose himself, use his energy efficiently, then he can give Jan problems. If he's just all over the place, high and low, up and down, and he's not maintaining his breathing and not controlling his cardio, then you're going to see Jan win rounds because it does not look good to the judges the fans, anybody who's watching the fight when Sterling fights so erratically. He's got to compose himself in this fight to win the fight. I think the line is a little bit off here because of the first go-round. A lot of people think Sterling faked the injury. A lot of people think that was the only way he was going to win the title. They think Jan was breaking him down and potentially maybe could have got a fifth-round stoppage. It's possible, I won't say it's out of the realm of possibility that could have happened in the first fight because, again, Sterling was using a lot of oxygen and he wasn't he wasn't uh, very efficient in his movements and his combinations and he was kind of all over the place. And when you do that, obviously that affects your cardio. But I think if Sterling comes with a better, more composed approach, it will look better on the scorecards. It will be the same stylistic matchup. But he won't have to move as much and he won't have to give the impression that he's deathly afraid of Jan and any close quarter combat whatsoever. 
For me, I think Jan is going to shoot for the knockout. That's what he likes to do. He had a potential opportunity to get Sterling out of there, maybe in the fifth round. But for all intents and purposes, it looked like it was going to go to a decision with Jan winning. That's why you see his line by decision and knockout basically the same. For Sterling, for him to win the fight, the books are saying, well, if he's going to win inside, it's going to be a 6 7 win. To win by decision, it's pretty much a 6 7 8-1 win. They're not giving him a shot in the hell of winning inside or by decision. I don't think stylistically in the way that Sterling fought in the first fight and the way I see him fight in the second fight, he's got a chance in hell at stopping Jan. I just don't. I think that he's going to use a point style of fighting. I think he's going to use combination punches and movement simply to keep Jan off of him. I don't care how you spin it. He did not look comfortable in the first fight when Jan got close to him. There's something about Jan, whether it's his pure strength or his punching power or whatever the combination is, that Sterling does not like. Physically, mentally, emotionally, he doesn't like it. So he's going to have to play keep away. He's going to have to stay away for Jan. If you like Sterling in this fight, I don't think you play him straight. I think you take him by decision. It's a little more difficult for me for Jan. One, he's a significant favorite straight. And the issue is he hates, with a capital H, Sterling. Big time. You already saw what happened in the first fight. The dude lost his cool. Don't know what the hell he was thinking, but he also lost his title. That is a significant threat in this fight that Jan gets Sterling hurt or gets him in a position and he breaks the rules again simply because he wants to break the face of all Jermaine Sterling. It is a real possibility. You have to take that into account if you're going to lay 5, minus 5, minus 450, minus 480 on Jan. Because there's no guarantee that Jan can stop him. And there's no guarantee that Jan's going to win by decision. So you're like, well, maybe I'll just take that minus 500. He could stop him. He could win by decision. He was winning the fight in the fourth round. And Sterling was wearing down. He could have stopped him. But if he doesn't stop him in the fifth, he probably wins a decision. So this is why you see that straight line so high. Is because people can see Jan, well, he could have won inside. Maybe. Well, he was on his way to winning by decision. Maybe. If the knee didn't happen. Maybe. Well, Maybe he goes cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs again, loses his mind, and loses the fight. So minus 500, you better be damn certain that Jan has it. Between the years, everything in order, that he's going to fight a composed fight, and he's going to keep his emotions in check, and when he gets Sterling in trouble, if he does, or in a bad position, he's going to stick to the rule set and listen to the referee and not lose his mind and lose a second fight against Sterling. That's the issue when you're looking at Jan straight. Now, if you're going to pick your poison, you're going to pick a side again. You can actually make a case for either way. Obviously, in my opinion, the decision of Jan over Sterling looked more likely than him stopping Sterling because even though Sterling looked under pressure, he didn't look comfortable a lot of times. The cardio with the huff and puff... was significant at times. Obviously, you could see it. I could see it. Everybody could see it. Jan could see it. Sterling probably still had enough cardio, enough skill set, enough 
intelligence to probably last the fifth round. So even though Jan was winning the fight, I think it was probably actually going to be Jan by decision. Even though I consider Jan to be heavy-handed, if you look at his record, he does go rounds, and some of his stoppages are very late. Again, that fourth and fifth round. That makes it very difficult if you're going to take take a side on him and say inside or decision because a lot of those stoppages comes the fourth round or the fifth round. And up until that point, he's still winning the fight. So that's very difficult. And one of the reasons I know people are, are laying that money on the straight line, which is totally fine as long as you think Jan is going to fight the way he traditionally does, which is probably a 90% given. He's going to fight the exact same way. But the bigger thing is you got to make sure that he's got his mind right so he doesn't blow it again. So for me, obviously, if you're back in Sterling, that's a no-brainer. You just take him by points. You don't really have to worry about anything. He's the underdog. You're getting nice plus money. If it hits, six, seven, eight to one by decision. Ah, wow! For Jan, it's a lot more difficult. I don't feel comfortable playing Jan straight. I just don't. He's very aggressive. He's very upset with Sterling. He's going to go for the knockout, but I worry about if he gets in a position and maybe he doesn't hear the referee or maybe even Sterling plays it up or a back of the head shot. There's so many things that could potentially happen in a fight like this where two fighters don't like one another. And to be honest with you, I don't think Sterling cares how he wins as long as he beats Jan again and walks out of the octagon with the title. He'll take a DQ. He'll take a decision. He'll take a stoppage. He doesn't care what people think. He doesn't care if people call him a quitter, a faker. It does not matter to him. So you've got to be careful of that because there could be some Academy Awards, Oscars acting going on in there that a lot of people thought happened in the first fight. For me, I think Jan has a significant advantage here if it goes rounds because I think Sterling will probably be a little bit on edge. I think he's probably going to fight erratically. I don't think he's going to be able to stay composed for the entire fight. I think in rounds he'll be doing okay. But again, I'd be very surprised if Jan closes his distance and you don't see the same reaction from Sterling that you saw in the first fight. There's just something about Jan, like I said, there's just something about him that Sterling wants to avoid. He wants to stay away from that engagement at all costs with Jan. And it's a bad look on the cards. I think Jan's going to go for the knockout, but I think ultimately Sterling will probably do enough to survive. This is a very, very... Difficult fight to cap because of all the unknowns and the way that the first fight played out and how you saw Sterling fading and maybe Jan was going to come on. And then you just out of the, like out of the blue, Jan throws that knee and maybe the acting job with Sterling could have even continued. And then all the nonsense after the fight between these two and then Sterling's been out and had some surgeries and the fight's been postponed. I mean... If you're taking the underdog, then you can say, yeah, there's a lot of unknowns. Maybe if this hits, at least I'm getting the the plus money. With Jan and you're laying significant minus on the straight line, it's so much more difficult. And even when you're looking at Jan insider by decision, you can actually make a case for both. I'm going to pick my poison here. I'm going to say Jan gets it done. He gets the title back. I think it's going to be by decision, but I have to tell you in all honesty, I always try to be honest. I'm not 100% certain how this fight plays out. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will suck it to you tomorrow, baby.
for Junkie out.